<laughs> Jesus perfectly revealed the Father. That was one of his like primary jobs on the earth was to reveal the Father. Man, is it, didn't he do a good job? <laughs> and when uh, Roland is sharing there, you know, about Jesus, like, oh my goodness, like one of the freeing things, and I just want to release this revelation, guys. Like, one of the one of the things that we are releasing here is is a happy, joyful, loving, peaceful, kind, extravagant God, extravagant Father, and. Uh, <laughs> A lot of times we can use those words, but can't you just feel it in the atmosphere? Even, even if Roland was just sharing there, can't you just feel there's an atmosphere where words become secondary to what's going on in the spirit, the realm of the spirit. And uh, I, well, on this Father's Day, I'm not really going to preach a, I don't know, I'm just going to preach a drunk message like I always do. But, <laughs> but I just wanted to give that little preface here, guys. And as I go into some stuff, I'm going to do some, I'm going to try playing another crazy background track while I preach, and uh, I just want to break us out of our box just to continue to, to allow the Lord to just renew our minds, just to free us, to bring us into such a place of peace, and such a place of, of living liquid joy where these things become more than words, where there's such a reality of this tangible presence that wherever we go, like... Man, when you hang out with, like, when you see Roland Baker or whatever, some of these guys, hopefully when you see some of us, you just feel that liquid, tangible presence of God. And, uh, dude, that's what it's about. <laughs> so, glory. So, uh, anybody want to have another roar with me over our salvation? <laughs> Dude, I just want you to drink, man. Just enjoy the Lord. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you that you are fairer than the sons of men, that you are happier, that you are drunk with love, that you are that you are seeping at the, at the pores with glory, with tangible peace. <laughs> we just lose that today. Lord, I thank you that there, there may be 10,000 fellowships today that are preaching to the intellect, to preaching to the mind, but Lord, I ask that you would speak to the spirit. <laughs> I ask you would speak spirit to spirit today. I ask you would offend people. I have a really offensive message again today. <laughs> I want to draw lines in the sand, guys, because uh, this army is not going to be able to be half-hearted. You're gonna have to be roaring drunk, guys. Like so, so like that's a little weird, you know. I never, I don't do any of this stuff to weird people out. <laughs> but it just happens to me that God is really that crazy, and so I'm not toning any of it down. Yeah. That God is really like yeah. this kind of music or whatever, whatever like kind of music, the most passionate music. This is just one time. The, like the Lord, no, this stuff doesn't even compare to the passion that's pulsing in the heart of God. You know what I mean? Like, the craziest stuff. Like, that's why, like, for me right now, you know, like, 
Like, I'm not dressing like this to be relevant. I'm not wearing, like, a pink hat to be relevant. Like, I'm just, like, exploring areas of the heart of God and, like, literally, like, just beginning to, like, be a new creature, to be a new expression of the earth. And I just want to release freedom to you guys. To be a new expression, to be a creative expression. Because when you're stuck inside that box of formality and that box of, like, feeling pressure to be something, the anointing cannot flow at all. There's zero anointing beginning to flow. And all you have is words. But tonight I want to release power. We're going to glory parties. I want to glory. That box. We're going to release the anointing. I just release right now. We break the box. We break the box of religion, of pressure, of shoes, of shit backs. This kingdom is moving by desire and by passion. By desire and by passion. Oh my God, I was just, as I was just sitting there, the Lord was sharing, the Lord was just beginning to download visions of, dude, the Lord wants to launch in this city, uh, and I don't know, is Yosef in here? The Lord wants to launch some, I believe, like a light club, like a club of glory. Where there's literally like, I see like a house of prayer that's 24-7, like a, like a, a more, like, it's more of a party than any club. We're, we're literally, like, I just see, like, there's literally coming a day when like entertainers from around the world are going to come here just to sit in our house of prayer because they want to learn how to party. <laughs> I'm talking about like like Lady Gaga and like Kesha and all these people are gonna come and sit in the house of prayer and they're they're gonna come to this party house of prayer. We get some like IHOP and it'll be like the International House of Party where they're like they're gonna come to learn how to party. <laughs> There's Yosef. The Lord's giving him a vision for a light club. We just bless it. I just bless him with the, with. Everything that it takes to manifest itself. We're not talking about your normal, like, handing out tracks, outreach. I just want to entertain the presence of God in such a way that literally people will come just to look at it for the entertainment value. People will be drawn like flies. Dude, whoever has the media, whoever has, like, the, whoever has the entertainment has, has, takes the world. Whoever takes the media takes the world. Whoever, ta whoever takes the... Like, and that's the thing, we've been afraid of all this stuff. And the Lord wants to raise up a, a holy culture of celebration. The Lord wants to raise up like a, a holy culture of entertainment. <laughs> I love that's what Roland said even in there. He said, yeah, God gave John Wesley a vision and he said, I'm an entertainer. <laughs> Dude, I've heard people say that entertainment is the devil. Dude, and it, that's... That is the exact religious mindset that we're wanting to break, you guys. Like, I'm telling you, that might cause your servants to fry because I'm not talking about trying to be relevant. I'm talking about going to a place of God where there's so much passion and so much explosion to the earth that you actually become like the most like interesting, the most beautiful. Like, why do people want to listen to this stuff? Because you, you were made for beauty. People are made to like look at beautiful things. People are made to like like music is supposed to like it, it's supposed to like express something in the heart of God. And you guys are the, like as new creatures. You're the most musical. You are the most creative. Like you're the most beautiful spirits. You're the most like dude. And this box has got to go. Yeah. I'm gonna speak something tonight. 
that will ever shatter this box, and it is what has released me into this place, and it's what's released like this culture that's starting to happen. There is a message that can release this, and it comes from the Word of God. We're literally this crazy because of what the Bible says, but I'm telling you, God wants to shatter it. Because the church right now is living in a place of shoulds. We're living, we're living mostly in a place of shoulds and should nots and wishes and commandments and where the Ten Commandments become king and where all of this stuff comes. And you're trying to live up to something when really the kingdom of God is actually set to function by passion. The kingdom of God is set to operate in this new covenant it's the exact opposite of shoulds. It's the exact opposite of trying to get everything to look right. And it's about it's about coming into agreement with a river of passion and expressing life. I am the way, the truth, the life. I am the life. I am the living one. Revelation says I'm the living one. The name I am, even the name Yahweh. If you look at the Hebrew, the name Yahweh, could, uh, one translation is, he's alive. It's I live. I live that I live. I am, not just I am, it's I, I'm alive. I'm flowing. I'm, I, I'm the living one. I am the life. I am, whoa! You fill the earth. You subdue it. 
You release what you want to release onto the earth. Like literally he's given it to you and he said, go for it. I had a vision just like a few weeks ago and I just heard the voice of the Lord saying so clearly, so clearly. He's like, there's one prophetic word that's relevant to every person's life right now on the earth. He said this, this is what I'm speaking over every person. Yeah. One of the things I'm speaking over every person alive right now, I'm saying, go for it! with their whole lives. 
Because a lot of times, you know, when you go on vacation, you actually allow yourself to be free to think about what the passions are in your heart. <laughs> Most people have accepted in the day in, day out. They've accepted, like, they feel like the cards have just landed for them some way. Yeah. And they've got to accept it, put their nose to the grindstone. I got another Bethel quote I love to use. Chris Valentin teaching in his prophetic school, using another good phrase that connects to this. Then we'll get to the scriptures. <laughs> he said, uh, never work for money. Never work for money. Never work for money. That's actually really good discipleship. Oh my god. Alright, I'm gonna read some Bible here. This is good. I'm not trying to come off, you know, come off as like proud or whatever. I'm just like I'm really excited. <laughs> and if I don't say it with confidence, a lot of you guys will doubt it. Some of you if I yell it at you, I'll say it. Some of you like some of you like me like me to talk quieter or louder. This literally, I, I'm not trying to be anything in this. Alright. Romans 6, guys. I really this is like I'm drunk and I'm like having a good time, but this is like this is so good. Let this soak into your spirit, guys. Because this is gonna bring such a freedom. I mean some of you guys got this, but I, I'm telling you guys, like this will bring freedom to everybody on a new level. Like, this is like, there's, I, I mean, I get reminded of this like every week of this revelation. This is Romans 6, alright? It says, uh, Jesus. Holy Ghost. Hey, we chill on the drums. I do love the drums. Though. Yeah. I just want to read the Bible a little bit. Alright. Romans 6, verse 17, says, Thanks be to God that you were slaves of sin. Huh. <laughs> You'll get it in a minute. But you obeyed from the heart the form of doctrine to which you were delivered. I thank God. He says, I thank God that you were slaves of sin. Why? Because now as being delivered, you can be a slave of righteousness. He's saying, I thank God that you were created to be a slave. You were created... But you obey from the heart. Dude, this is key. I, I really want to unpack this because the book of Romans is like, you know, it's classic salvation stuff. And we did, I, I can't say it enough, but one, one of the things the Lord is downloading is there's this revelation. The old covenant is the realm of shoulds. The new covenant is the realm of get to. The old covenant is the realm of shoulds. The new covenant is the realm of want to and get to, desire. It's a realm of desire. You'll hear it in the same thing. This, they're all connected, so I'm just going to line up some things. Here's another lie, okay? Another lie is that love is a choice. Shunday. Shunday. You can do a loving action by choice. You cannot love by choice. You can do a loving action by choice. 
But is it love if I'm just kissing my wife by choice? Or, or is it love if I, how's your wife going to feel if you say, I'm choosing to kiss you today because I'm loving? Get this. I might look crazy, but I, I'm, I'm really free. I'm like happy. I'm so, there's deliverance. There is deliverance in this world. You should love your wife, don't get me wrong. But that's called the fear of the Lord. Or that's that's called the old covenant, that's called the law. It's called the beginning of wisdom. We talk about this a lot, but I want to get, get to this. There is a reality. When Jesus commanded you to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and he commanded you to love your neighbor as yourself, that was, that was in the Sermon on the Mount. It was meant to bring you to the end of yourself. Because that's the most impossible commandment. It's actually yeah. utterly impossible. Yeah, the ultimate and most utterly impossible act that ever could be. Bro. What? Whoa! The whole Sermon on the Mount is not the, the rule book by which you're supposed to live your life. The same with the law. The law was never meant to save. Abraham was saved by faith. Moses was saved by faith. All of the guys were saved by faith. The law was the law was always the schoolmaster leading to Christ. That's what it says in the Bible, right? It's in Romans. I'm not going to go to that verse, but the law is the schoolmaster to lead you to Christ. The commandment to love is the ultimate schoolmaster to bring you to the feet of God where you try it. Just try it. <laughs> it if you think you succeed, you're proud, and if you fail, you're condemned. <laughs> It was all, the whole law, the preaching of the shoulds. This is what the Lord is breaking down right now. I just declare over your life, if you haven't got this revelation, I'm telling you, this is what will cause you to be born again into a living salvation and faith and manifest the life of Jesus in your life. It's this gospel. It's the gospel that you could never do it. And Jesus actually came, he killed you, and now he rises from the heart. Do you think God does loving things by choice? No, God is love. Amen. Amen, brother. God is love. Yeah. God's exploding all the time. He can't even imagine doing anything else. Right. He has no, uh, there's no battle in the heart of God to say, should I, should I, should I, should I? God reacts out of a whole person, out of a whole being. When he has some decision to make or some something, some activity, the full force of his passion explodes to do that thing yeah. from the heart. Yeah, yeah. So let's get back to this right here. Romans 6, 17. I thank God that you were slaves of sin, but you obeyed from the heart the form of doctrine to which you were delivered. Having been set free, uh, having been set free from sin, you were enslaved to righteousness. Now, that's why. <laughs> I speak as a man on account of the weakness of your flesh. He's actually talking about things that are far beyond me. He's trying to give, put it in your language here. For as you presented your members slaves to uncleanness, and lawless acts and the lawless acts now present your members as slaves to righteousness and to sanctification. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free as to righteousness. Therefore, what fruit did you have then? And, and uh, uh, what, what benefit over those things which you are now ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now, having been set free from sin and enslaved to God, you have your fruit under sanctification, the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God everlasting life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Whoa, I'm going to unpack that. Ah. 
free gospel, guys. Dude, I'm, you cannot be drunk consistently unless you know the truth. Otherwise, it'll just come day in, day out. You'll have a good day, you'll have a bad day. When you set the, when this stuff becomes revelation to your soul, dude, I wake up every day just juice. Amen! I wake up every day and it's easy, guys. People are like, how do you stay whack? Dude, I'm telling you, I stay whack because I know I've been made into a living fountain of passion. And I'm no longer double-minded. I'm no longer trying to do the things that I thought I should do and failing and the things that blah, 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 Romans 7. Man. I am delivered from the Romans 7 man. I am an unending I'm telling you, let this revolutionize your family. Let it revolutionize your life. Because, yeah, like my buddy Tony Robbins said this week in the video I watched. You guys heard of Tony Robbins? Right? He's like an inspirational speaker, dude, or whatever. Dude. <laughs> I'm not like condoning all of this stuff, I don't even know, but I just saw one video. He said this. He's talking about marriages, right? He says, discipline will never work long term. Never. He said, you know what works long term? Becoming addicted to something positively new.
We're talking about a new creation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. You know, I, I don't know everybody here. I don't know who's going to end up watching this video, but... Dude, you don't have to believe me, but I just yeah, welcome yeah. you to take this before the Lord and also to realize there is a life of unending bliss and passion available to you if your current expression of quote-unquote Christianity isn't leading you to a life of bliss and passion where you love holiness and it's your highest desire, then I just present to you to try something new because it works. You don't have to try. Here's, the, here's all the stuff. You don't have to try to die every day. You don't have to try to crucify anything. It was crucified. It's like, you know, Colossians chapter 2 and 3 start to walk you through circumcision. Was circumcision a daily process? I hope not. It says you were circumcised when your flesh was cut off, cut away from you. As a new man, you have the mind of Christ, the heart of Christ, the emotions of Christ, the ideas of Christ. When, when Christ is presented with an opportunity, is there a war and a battle where he has to make a choice to do well? I didn't feel like it, but I'm going to choose anyways. Well, where did that didn't feel like it come from? If you don't feel like it, that's an old, that's an old Adamic thought. It's an Adamic desire that's been a dam to hell. <laughs> Be released, guys. Be released. Yeah. Have your cake and eat it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this goes to the end place of lightness. My yoke is easy. My burden is so light. Oh, but here's phrases that, as you understand a new creation, here's a phrase you can now say. Marriage is so easy. Love is so easy. Loving my enemies is so easy. It is. This is the exact opposite of the world right now, guys. Yeah. yeah. Everywhere you go, it's all about. Oh, looks like the weather's gonna suck again today. Hey, looks like that boss. Looks like that boss is gonna screw us over again this year. Looks like my parents, the old ball and chain. The old ball and chain, but you know we've been together 15, 20, 25 years. Hallelujah. We've learned how to persevere. Dude, I bless all that, that's fine. Don't feel condemnation if you've said any of that stuff or whatever. But there's a higher way. I'm just releasing you to, if that's all Christianity was about, no wonder no one wants it. Well, these guys, you know, even the inspirational speakers, that's why I like to quote guys from the world sometimes, because they're just doing what works for them. They don't have to like make it look good. A lot of times the people in the world speak more honestly. And dude, the guys that are actually doing, like this Tony Robbins dude, I'm not saying listen to all the stuff he says or whatever, but dude, he's counseled thousands of marriages and he can tell you what works. Discipline, as holy as it may sound, let me just walk, oh my God. As holy as discipline may sound, it never works, guys. 
There's a father's discipline which is totally different. I'm not talking about that. There's a loving father who comes from beneath and empowers you to a new way. But trying to cause yourself to do holy stuff will never work. The only way you can do, you're either a slave, Romans 6, we'll go back there for a second. You're either a slave of sin or you're a slave of righteousness. Slaves don't have any choice. You're either a slave of sin or a slave of righteousness. If you're if you're a Christian and you're manifesting sin, it's only because you believe you're a slave to sin in that area. And I'm coming to tell you, if you wake up every day and you allow the Holy Spirit to cause you to do whatever the heaven you want, you will never sin again. You will move with passion and you can say, love is so easy. Oh my God. My boss fired me after 20 years and screwed me over completely, and I just bless him. And I love him so much, and it's so easy to love him. Uh, I can't stop. I just, whoa, that's why we're going to the nations, man. So the guy, you know, this is what George and Winnie preach. When they go to the nations, they don't go and just like lay hands and hand out tracks. They go to the garbage dumps and hug the poorest of the poor. They hug the lepers. They hug the people with no arms and legs. They like kiss them and they say, I'm in love with you. And everyone's like, I just met you. What's up with that? You know? I love you so much because I'm flowing in the passions and the desires of God. I can serve. I can give my life for the poor. Missions. You can go to the most hardest mission field and can sow your life for decades. And at the end of the day, you can say, it was so easy. It's so fun. Because it's that heart for God. And you're filled with God. It doesn't glorify God to say, I stuck it out and I got all this hard work, but I stuck it out through the years. That glorifies your flesh. That glorifies the strength of man. Oh my God. Oh God. Oh my God. There's so much freedom. Whoa, there's so much. There's so much. We're not going to do a ministry time today. I'm just going to keep preaching and just get ministered to. <laughs> I mean, my God, the Word of God is what gives you this ministry, guys. Because if you get a hold of the one truth nugget from, the, the, from this revelation of the Word of God, you can vibrate into all eternity with glory. Just to show you that there's other smart dudes that like said this stuff. Not just me and my amazing intellect. Jesus. But I want to read uh, Colossians. Dude, this is the theme and the message of the whole Bible. Oh my goodness. Oh Jesus. Listen, this is what religion wants to tell you. Let me tell you, there's not one religion in the world, even Christianity, that can save you. <laughs> there's not one religion that's from God. Literally, there... Whoa! There's a pure and undefiled religion that comes out of the overflow of the heart, but has nothing to do with the Christianity, Islam, all of those things. The only thing that can save you is a revelation of you can't do it, and God did it, and He's flowing through you. Shut 
says, see to it that no one takes you captive through philosophies and empty deceptions according to the traditions of men, the elementary principles of the world, rather than according to Christ. The elementary principles of the world are going to tell you that you, your heart is desperately wicked above all things, brother. And the best you can hope to do is to do these certain activities, this certain religious activity, so that you can gain more spirituality and more right standing, more abilities. And then rather than according to Christ, for in him all the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form, and in him you have been made complete. He is whoa! In him you have been made complete. Complete. He is the head over all the Lord authority. And in him, here we go, here we go. In him you were circumcised. <laughs> the circumcision is so good. In him you were circumcised with a circumcision not made with hands, which is called the removal of the body of the flesh. Whoa, the dualism. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. If you have to choose to love, you're, you're in this place of double-mindedness. Just repent, believe in Christ, and allow the, want the single-mindedness of Christ to flow through you. There's a removal of the flesh. It's been done. There is no longer a death to flesh. There is no longer a time of increase and growing and all this stuff of like, as far as growing in holiness. There's growth in your revelation. There's growth in your understanding of God. You can grow in like, you know, your giftings and your callings. But holiness is a one-time deal. Holiness, this Romans 6 says you receive the fruit of Christ unto sanctification. And that's how you got eternal life. Sanctification is a one-time deal. Take it. Take it right now. Take it. Yeah. Freedom. 
you will not see the anointing take over places with, unless you come into the confidence of Christ. Christ. I want to preach Christ. This is the preaching of Christ. It's not the preaching of a formula or a dogma or a religious system or a religious striving that enables you to go from like one place to a step by step, step by step. Circumcision with a circumcision made without hands. The removal, a one-time act of the removal of the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. When Christ was circumcised, you were circumcised. Having been buried with him in baptism. When Christ was buried, you were buried. Shaddai. In, in which you were also raised with him. Co-raised through faith in the working of God who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your transgressions and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, he made you alive. When you, dude, righteousness like filthy rags. When you were running and hating God is when he put you in Christ. In that moment of belief, you can go from God-hater to, to the most anointed and most powerful, holy, righteous person in the world in a moment of time. In a moment. That's why this is so good. That's why this is so good. It's such good news. Like, I love to talk to people about it. I love to tell everybody about it. Because it's Whoa! instant gratification. Yeah. 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 Instant gratification. Oh, God. Oh. It is instant gratification. There's a demonic instant gratification, but there's a godly instant gratification. Holy Ghost! Oh, Holy Ghost! So, I'm going to go back to that commentary. Okay, that was Colossians 2. Here it is, Adam Clark's. Just an illusion. 
It's alive. You have a new heart as tender as a baby. Filled with no results of the fall. There's no result of the fall touching your heart. Jesus took every curse on that tree. The fall came by a curse. It says he became the curse for you on that tree. This is why the cross is good news. <laughs> I will give you a heart of flesh. This is, this is Adam Clark's commentary on the last part of that, that verse, Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you a heart of flesh, one that can feel, <laughs> one that can enjoy, one that can feel love to God and to all men and be a proper habitation for the living God. Oh my goodness. Your emotions, guys. I, we're speaking a message that unlocks the emotions because emotions are meant to be holy conduits of the presence. If you, if, you, if you feel like you know things but your emotions don't line up, that just means there's an area of unbelief concerning the person of Christ and what He did for you. Just take it right now that you have holy emotions. It's not a critical word. It's a word of release. If, if you don't hear this truth, you will walk around a life filled with emotions that, that feel like they're demonic. But let me tell you, you move, you move. You, no one makes decisions based on their intellect. Everybody makes decisions based on the spirit, comes through the heart, and then it comes through action. Everybody, it's a spirit. What's the spirit that fills you? It will flood through every area of who you are. And it will take over. That's why what we're talking about today is the difference between being holy and acting holy. <laughs> if you're acting holy, you'll end up in hell. I don't want people that are acting holy. Jesus Christ has created people that can be holy. He says, be holy as I am holy. Where you love holiness. And, oh my God. There's a, you know, there's so many pastoral issues that come with this stuff. And like, if you're part of our community, we'll, we'll pastor that stuff or whatever. But let me just tell you, let this revelation begin to rock, rock you because... Most of us are still in certain areas. If there's an area of struggle, you're trying to act holy, it will always fail. And it will make your life a living hell now. <laughs> Dude, this is the difference. Let me speak to this. This is the difference between people that are trying to hear God and obey God in their lives. And the difference between those that are actually one with God and obedience flows as an overflow. If you're, if you're hearing God from an outward source... If you, if you have to wake up every day and hear God as to the decisions that you make, you will end up always acting holy and not flowing holy from the heart. Whoa! Oh my God. Whoa! He wants to bring a place where you're flowing in such an ecstasy of just moving 
in what what you desire to do. That holiness is such a natural thing for you that you never even have to think twice about it. Oh, yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah, there's yeah, not yeah, even a second thought about what is God's will. I'm one with God. When Jesus said, when you see me, you see the Father. I'm not seeking the Father's will. If you're seeking the Father's will every day, it will put you in a place of continuously trying to act holy, trying to activate. You are one with the Father. Hearing the Father is as easy as me talking. It's not a lot of effort. <laughs> you can hear me right now. You may not understand everything I'm saying, but you can hear it. My sheep know my voice. There's no seeking of God and getting Him from another place. You are one. You're one. What I'm talking about would be an utter scandal, except there's a divine union. 1 Corinthians 6, you're one spirit with the Lord. There's only one. There's only one spirit. There's not that spirit and the Holy Spirit. There's one spirit. It's such a scandal. It's such an eternal scandal. Oh, my goodness. I just got to say it, man, because, like, I mean, the Bible says you are God's. I just have to say it, like, I, for a while I was holding back, say, I mean, I said it, you know, my YouTube channel is your God, and I've said it all the I haven't really tried to preach it hard on that one, because, you know, I know, I just felt like the Lord said, you're going to demonstrate it, and then they'll believe it. <laughs> but you know what, like, uh, demonstration comes by belief, so I want to declare the truth of the word, so that it's actually activation to begin to move into it, but literally, the scripture says, Psalm 82, 6, John 10, you are God's. What is that? You've been made new in a new creation and a divine union. Yeah. There's not a separation between you and Jesus. Yeah. There's not a new God out there. It's just you've been grafted into the tree. Yeah. Yeah. There's still Father, Son, Holy Spirit. It's just you're in the Son. You are a manifestation of the Son. You call the body. Is the body not part of the person? The body is the part of the person. Well, you know, I wouldn't go that far. Dude, that's all false humility based on trying to act holy. And if you live in that place, you'll not be able to flow. Because it's all about essence. It's all about essence. God is love. God doesn't try to act loving. God is love. You are love. You are the incarnation of love. You are the manifestation of every character, attribute, nature, essence of God. There's nothing that waters it down in the scriptures either. There's nothing that says, well, yeah, you're God except for these attributes. You're God except for this. He says, I've given you the, the same glory. Jesus said, I pray that, God, that Father, you would give them the same glory that you gave me. The same glory. I put it on. Shotgun. All right, I'm coming to a close here. You get to do what you want. So, oh my goodness, yeah. you might be getting bored again right now. I don't know because this message is so rare. Oh my God. It's all about the new birth. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really not trying to be controversial, guys. I really believe this is the Lord. I know it's the Lord. Yes, hallelujah. Kill me. I know it's the Lord.
well, and someone said, you know, that's the exact doctrine of the Satanist Bible. Yeah. Because the Satanists know that they have to obey from the heart what they're slaves to. They're slaves to a demon. If they stay faithful to what's in their heart, they'll manifest the purest form of demonic activity. You are filled from the heart with the spirit that will manifest the purest holiness and the purest life and love. Yeah. If you just wake up every day and do what's in your heart. Yeah! Yeah! That is true! Religion has come to try to take these spirit-filled new creations and try to tell them to do other things so that that life can't really explode. Yeah. So they begin to manifest something else even though they're born again, even though they have a new spirit and a new heart, but they lie, they lie to in the mind. So they have these... these you know, they haven't had torn down every argument, pretense, and set itself up against the knowledge of God. They have these blockages yeah. in the mind that cause them to try to be holy, try, and all they're manifesting is making everyone around them seven times more the sons of hell yeah. or whatever. Yeah. 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 Because you literally get to do whatever you want in the glory. <laughs> so I'm just going to end with this passage, guys. Oh my God, just let you, because here's the thing, like, you don't even need me to lay hands on you. This word right now will bring in so much freedom. <laughs> this word is like, it changed everything. <laughs> yeah. But here's what it says in Romans 12. This makes a lot more sense now. Verse 9. Let your love now be genuine. Yeah. I really like you guys. <laughs> Isn't that better than me saying it because I have to because I'm a good church boy? I actually like like you guys. Like I would love to hang out with pretty much everybody in here. Like everybody, even though I don't know so many of you guys. Like I like you. Not based on you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But even based on you, because I can see you as Christ sees you, and he actually likes you too. <laughs> Let love be genuine. Oh! This is why church has felt fake in so many places. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. You can't, there's no mistaking love. You can't fake genuine love. Genuine. You feel it, it feels plastic. Oh, bless you, brother. Yeah, you're gonna backstab me after the service. <laughs> right on. <laughs> this generation is tired of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to most people, and the reason they're not in the church is because they've been around Christians. <laughs> there are a lot of demonic lies about stuff, but some of it's real hurts, man. Yeah. A lot of it's real hurts, dude. And like, I mean, I don't, I don't know even what I'm doing in ministry, but I, I can, I'm not gonna backstep you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'm not like, I might not have the ministry size of Benny Hinn, but dude, I think if you hang out in here, you're gonna find love. Yeah. You're gonna find people that don't hurt each other. Yeah. They might hurt each other off and on in unbelief, but dude, like, I am literally like, I mean, I live with 15 people, and we violate each other accidentally off and on, and there's literally like, no offense. It's like fun. It's like grace. Yeah, <laughs> There's just so much grace because I'm a new creature, and I like to love. I like to. I like to help. I like to. I'm not trying to. I'm not, I'm not going to Nepal for any other reason. I love Nepal. Like, I'm dream. I cannot wait to set my foot on that dream ground, filled, you know, filled with guys peeing all over the road. Yeah.
there's like they have streams of sewage flowing on both sides of the road wherever they go, corrupt government, like it's hot, there's no air conditioning, there's every every inconvenience in the Western world, and I just love it. Yeah. I mean I just I oh my god. Roman swell dude, let love be genuine. It says hate what is evil. Not pretend to hate, not try to hate it. Actually hate evil from the heart. Evil disgusts me. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like sin anymore. I'm not struggling with sin. Sin? Why would I sin? That's like the stupidest thing. You know? Ah, I'm doing what I want. And I just love to do good stuff now. I do. You do too. And you're doing it in your new man. I don't even care who you are. The real you loves everything good. It says, hold fast to what is good, love one another with brotherly affection. Outdo one another in showing honor. Do not be slothful in zeal, but be fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation, constant in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints. Seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with each other. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own eyes. All of that stuff is stuff I love now. That list would sound like such a hard task to the old man. Oh my God, I'm having so much trouble. Dude, it is easy. The yoke of Jesus is easy because you were created to do whatever in the heaven you want. Yeah. Yeah. Lord! I'm just going to end there, amen. Yeah. If you want to soak or whatever, we'll just hang out. Oh my God.